You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of The Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show, recording here live in downtown Batuta. Uh, it's been a big couple of weeks, specifically within the Australian news cycle. We've had grand finals from uh, both winter codes. Tomorrow we've got the Melbourne Cup, and you know, obviously, silly season is well and truly with us. But uh, the day after the Melbourne Cup, the race that stops the nation, we have the race that either makes or breaks a nation, which is the U.S. election. We've just had the Queensland election over the weekend, which delivered some surprising results in itself. And it looks like, as has the case been uh, the last couple of years, pollsters aren't really on the mark in this day and age. So we're better off speaking to analysts. And that's why today, both myself, Clancy Oval, and Errol Parker have a special guest in who can uh, talk the talk. He knows the dark arts to a degree. We've had him on before during the presidential candidate race for the Democrats, the male model from Maitland, Charles Croucher, thank you for joining us. The plus-size male model from Maitland. <laughs> the plus-size male model from Maitland. We, we did say that once in Canberra in front of your colleagues. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Prime Minister enjoyed that. Plus-size. Plus that was a sledge. Uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> nice to be here. Yeah, that last time we chatted was only a few months in a pandemic ago. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Seems a long way from here. Yeah. By the time you left LA... People were still social distancing alone. Like yeah. you, you didn't have to do the hotels. No, no, we got in just before, so yeah. you could be in charge of your own social distancing. There were no randy security guards or yeah. forced <laughs> hotels. So How it should be exactly. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have to just sit there and pray, and they either say you're going to the Sheridan or you're going to the Travel Lodge. You yeah. uh, don't yeah. get to choose. Roll that dice. <laughs> First of all, we'll talk about Queensland. Queensland election. Uh, I guess you could call it an landslide. To a degree? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like, I mean, we're sitting here in Catter country, and obviously yeah. the Catters are pretty safe. But mm-hmm. amazing to see, I think, the thing out of Queensland is that One Nation vote collapsed, mm-hmm. and it went back to Labor. Yeah. So this idea that all the One Nation comes from the right mm. of the Liberal Party, or the Liberal, the LNP, were bleeding to the right, has been kind of disproven by that. Oh, well, yeah. These might be disaffected coal miners. They yeah. might be people that were worried about jobs and worried about Labor drifting too far to the left. And what they saw was, I guess, return to centre. And obviously the whole idea of One Nation kind of fell apart a bit. And they went yeah. back five to one, back to Labor. That was really surprising. Well, yeah, it was. they had a 14% swing against them in central Queensland, which mm. that was once, you know, an engine room for One Nation. And, of course, too, down on, on the Sunshine Coast, they had a 13% swing against them there. I don't think that was predicted, was it? No, not at all. And I guess like what we're seeing emerging here, and we've now got four case studies, is the top issue might just be the top issue. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus might be the issue on most people's minds, and if you handle it well, you get re-elected. We saw it in the Northern Territory, to a lesser extent, the a- ACT mm-hmm. over in New Zealand with Jacinda and her big win, yeah. and then in Queensland this yeah. weekend. So yeah. and that's a, a pretty decent sample size and a pretty good working theory at the moment. I mean, the big test for that will be Tuesday. Uh, in the US, Wednesday, our time, yep. and what happens then when it comes to handling the, the coronavirus? So that might be the biggest thing at the moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll delve into, into the US election in a sec. I just want to talk about what came to be on Saturday. You you're, you guys called it about 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Yeah, about that. It was pretty early. Pretty early. Do you think there's a level of uh, Queenslanders are more unpredictable during a slower news cycle? Because, you know, I guess Paul N kind of got those numbers last time around off the back of ISIS. 
Yeah, it's possibly true. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah, they they were terrified of terrorism in um, well, central yeah. to North Queensland, so they voted in a local publican who made promises about deporting uh, Muslim people. This time around, it's COVID. Might yeah. have filled that void, and that's a real day-to-day issue for a lot of businesses. Yeah, and kids on the street aren't quite as threatening as terrorists on the street. We yeah. talk about that, and that play you know, up in town. Oh, the youth crime that didn't didn't <laughs> land this year. No, did it? no. But but around the, that election, though, we did have some terrorists try to leave Queensland on the dinghy in a boat. Yes, yeah. you know the, the, that's how <laughs> they fled. Unappealing it is for <laughs> for people cut from that cloth. Yeah, yeah. You know that, that's just. Queensland is so racist that mm. even terrorists are trying to leave it. <laughs> well, look, this time around, though, I guess the independents retained. They yep. all retained. Yeah. So that one nation bloke, where, where was he? He was up, uh, up central yeah. on Queensland yeah. way. He's He had a pretty good result, too. And he's become a local mm-hmm. local politician. So he's yep. not so much that's here. They weren't even voting for Pauline there. And then you've got, obviously, the, the three KAP seats retained. Very safe. Green's picked up one in, in South Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. RIP pour Trad. One out, pour one out for friend of the podcast, Jackie Trad. Yeah, don't trad on me. Um, She's, um, and then the, the one independent uh, yeah. as well who, who kept her Re- seat. Returning so, from yeah. Noosa. Now, there were a couple seats that swung that were quite surprising. Caloundra, particularly, which is it's, it's often hard to compare Queensland and New South Wales, but Caloundra would be quite similar to Cronulla. Mm in terms of the aspirational quiet Australians. You know, you've got to wonder how, how bad things would be in New South Wales for the Cronulla to swing at a state to, level. To go back to, back to Labor, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real surprise. But I, I think, Queen, yeah, Queensland was just a... And for a state that swung so violently, you know, yeah. went to Campbell Newman, then straight back to Palaszczuk, it was yeah. all over the place. A couple in a row now where it's been pretty steady, pretty yeah. stable. Yeah. Uh, Labor's fending off the Greens in Brisbane and winning around the rest and then we still have that area we have two two pretty distinct states right the yeah. southeastern corner and everything else yeah and and that's once brisbane, again as yeah. i said brisbane's closer to melbourne than it is to cairns <laughs> as the more, crow flies more ways than one at the moment <laughs> yeah. yeah electing green mps well brisbane's a big city now you know they're losing uh labor strongholds to the greens that's that's when you become a city they used to say it's when when you have a cathedral but now it's when you lose labor seats yep. to the greens you become a big city it's true happening in sydney happening in melbourne and <laughs> <laughs> the seat in darwin soon we'll all be really surprised yeah, yeah. darwin greens oh, i reckon they'd be pretty oh. wongy <laughs> or in adelaide you yeah know, could you imagine how Perverse, you'd have to, to be to be a Greens candidate in fucking Adelaide. You'd have to be a real piece of work. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, still in Lisbeth, yeah. still strolling the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> One election. Speaking of that rural city divide, this election in the states is going to be interesting because Obama picked Biden as a VP to kind of pick up a lot of the Catholic working class and kind of that appellation from Pennsylvania down mm-hmm. uh, as a Scranton man, Biden, you know, born in Scranton. He's really running the Scranton angle yeah. this time around. But he did help Obama yeah. ca- capture a lot of those um, disillusioned white voters. And, you know, that that was a strong turnout in those states that are now feel very safe for Trump. Yeah, it's that Rust Belt, right? Like yeah. the, the Michigan, Pennsylvania, I guess to a lesser extent, Wisconsin, you know, that's up near Illinois where Obama's yeah. from. But it was a real, real safety pick. Yeah, the the familiar face, the very white teeth. Yeah, on the ticket in two thousand and eight, and it proved a, a bit of a masterstroke. So they see both names. Yep, because Ohio, as it stands now, it's on a knife edge. Yeah, could go either way. Yeah, and if if Ohio falls, then yeah, it's going to be an early night for all of us. 
assuming the president concedes. Otherwise, yeah. it could be a very long and fought yeah. one. But the fact we're all fighting in Pennsylvania is incredible, given where yeah. it's been in the past. And Trump has been doing a fair bit of last-minute campaigning in what you would imagine are very safe seats, very yeah. safe states. Yeah, some strange yeah. ones. And even even Biden heading up to Minnesota, you know, this is they're defending their own territory a little bit. Mm. And, and Trump having to go to Texas, down to Georgia, and doing some of that's a real surprise. Even Florida, mm. um, yeah. whilst it's a, a tipping point, it's one of those ones that uh, I think Trump be pretty confident. Well, he has to be confident of winning. You know, he, his road to the White House runs through there. So we've sort of narrowed in on those states, but it, it and what the president's doing is running through the tape, right? Yeah. Like he's just you know, four and five rallies a day. Yeah. He's doing that dancing thing at the moment, which is strange. Uh, <laughs> we're pretty, pretty mask free. It's there's just. Certainly, he's certainly I mean, survived coronavirus. Yeah, there's <laughs> been a real change. In his energy levels, I reckon, you know, like like he's got to be on drugs. <laughs> I mean, you can't be that old, can't be that fucked, you yeah. can't be having that diet and be doing that post coronavirus yeah. diagnosis. No, uh, I'm, I'm sold on that theory. Is fucking up to his eyeballs uh, on some sort on of on some sort of yeah yeah stem celly kind of not the old B12 shots that Margaret uh, Thatcher used to have every morning <laughs> <laughs> on Novocaine. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> well, You'll hear about it soon. You'll yeah, start talking about it. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be funny. And Pennsylvania is a, a great state in that, you know, big city in Philadelphia. And then yeah. some really regional areas. And it's mm. one of those places where you do wonder how big mining and fracking is going to become mm. in this election because it's something that Trump's honed in on. Yeah. And it's been his message now for a couple of weeks. And one of the few messages that he's been on, and at least he's had some discipline about, has been that idea of Joe Biden wanting to get rid of fracking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess is jobs, but I'm, you know the job message can only work so many times. Particularly when four years ago you came in on that job message, yeah. and if people are unemployed. It's hard to hard to fight that fight again. Last time around, he came in on manufacturing. Yeah, and has he has he got the receipts? Has he has he done what he said he'd do for those people? There are some, certainly not to the extent that he yeah. said he would. Yeah. I mean, you listen to those those rallies, and he's still talking about bringing the plants back. There are one or two places he did bring. But then again, that's the problem with fighting against Biden. And Biden yeah. is the guy who was out there when the auto bailout yeah. in Michigan, like Detroit's yeah. right there in Michigan. And Biden was the one that oversaw that post-GFC. So he can fight that fight mm-hmm. about the, the auto bailout as well. So it, it's the strangest thing about this election and has been since we spoke last time at the end of the, the primaries is that somehow this moment has arrived for Joe Biden. You know, yeah. 77, almost 78-year-old Joe Biden is mm-hmm. the guy that's emerged as the bright young face of the Democrats yeah. that can somehow be the, the, the almost the ideal candidate for this time. Well, yeah. I read the other day that if Bill Clinton entered the race right now, he'd be the youngest Still candidate. Still the youngest guy. I think, I, think uh-huh. I think you said that last time you were on here. <laughs> yeah. when, they, when we were down to the last three, we had Warren, That's Bernie, so Biden. Yeah. And and Clinton's would be almost Bill, ten years younger than most of them. Uh, I mean, fuck, that's old, isn't it? <laughs> like, but no, also, you just got to look at Obama. Like Obama would be twenty years younger than those yeah. last three. So yeah, but Jesus Christ, you know, is is this just a you know symbolic of of where we're at now in the kind of voting behaviour? You know, is this the last of the old white men? We're going to give them two old white men. Biden could die in office, then it's Kamala Harris, a yeah. Trinidadian yeah. Indian. Yeah. Uh, African-American woman who would be 30 years younger than yeah. a lot of them. So it's a, it's the last dash. Do you think Biden in a better call than Bernie? Do you reckon Biden's going to cast a wider net than Bernie would have? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do. I think Trump knew that as well. You know, yeah. we, we used to travel around and we spoke to a lot of the Republicans and they all said, we want Bernie. 
yeah, yeah. give us Bernie. It's a good target. <laughs> like, it would have been a great contest. And Bernie's full of energy. He's still, like, got an email just before he came on. He's still campaigning. He's there fighting for Biden. But this is a much bigger net. The idea of, of uh, healthcare, Bernie's healthcare plan might have played better in a yeah. pandemic. It's hard to tell. But that idea, and, and Biden said it a few times, he's like, who do you think you're running against? Yeah. You know, this is not, I'm not the puppet of communist, which is the wrong phrase for it because we know, you know, it's so far from what it is. Yeah. But- Turnbullism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we call healthcare. Um, but I think, I think in hindsight, you know, and the Trump people knew it because he went to President Zelensky of Ukraine and said, what dirt have you got on this bloke? Like yeah. He, yeah. From from two years out, the, the Trump team must have known something was coming with Biden. That's why they got impeached, trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, and still trying to land a, a really effective attack line on him. You know, the Sleepy Joe thing, I don't know if it's working, but no. he was no. headwind Joe the other day and he's been creepy Joe a bit, you know, for all <laughs> the president's yeah. prowess. Yeah. And he is one of the greatest negative campaigners we've seen. Like yeah. he was so good with Crooked Hillary and so on message. Crooked and that, that message Pocahontas was Pocahontas was game over. Well, you still think about <laughs> well, it, right? Yeah. You hear Hillary Clinton, you still think Crooked Hillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, as, as right or as wrong as yeah. it is, it's yeah. still what you think. And, he and just- lo- But lock her up, lion Ted. Yep. Pocahontas, I think, was his strongest. <laughs> that cut off Elizabeth Warren at the knees. <laughs> we didn't, he didn't really have one for, for Bernie Sanders. The crazy Bernie idea yeah. might have worked, yeah. but I, that was the other thing. So I thought Weekend at Bernie's was probably going to get worked out. <laughs> like if, yeah. if Bernie came on, it would have been. And that's probably what's kind of protected Biden in a sense, that it really is. It looks like Weekend at Bernie's yeah. with Biden. But Bernie, that that whole IP, that name is taken by the guy that didn't run. <laughs> IP. So. Yeah. Well, name Bernie selection. Well, Bernie probably would have won if it wasn't for Elizabeth Warren hanging around. For- yeah, quite possibly. It's still, it's probably the thing we've forgotten because it got taken up so much by COVID. But that turnaround after Super Tuesday or on Super Tuesday for Biden, he was dead and buried. Yeah. Four days before South Carolina, he comes out, wins South Carolina, and all of a sudden he's off to the races. That yeah. everyone fell in line. You know, yeah. Buttigieg. Uh, Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, they all like just one, two, three down the line for him. And lo and behold, he wins all those seats on Super Tuesday and the race was over because it became the COVID election then and, yeah. and Bernie lost his chance to come back. It's it's That part is so amazing that that all happened to that guy that everyone's known. This isn't yeah. some you know, bolt yeah. from the blue. Yeah, yeah. Like um, Obama was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like Bill Clinton was or, you know, yeah. all those – there's, there's these rising stars. I mean, this is the guy that's been in front of their face for the whole time, and it's just amazing that he he had this turnaround. Presuming Biden wins, will he be the first kind of establishment Democrat since? Because you you look back, it's like as we just said, Obama came from nowhere. Yep. He was a populist Chicago lad. Then you've got Clinton from the State House in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah Arkansas, and then Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter came who from nowhere. Like right? The, yeah, Kennedy was the same. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. the first for a long time since maybe FDR, which is wild because. <laughs> The narrative has been for Trump from the start is that the Democrats are establishment. We, almost every president they've had has been an outsider yeah. to the system. The Democrats have said we're going to own the own the brand. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the most establishment of establishment, yeah. guys. Yeah. Let's just chug along, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think status quo, that's, Joe. That's like, right. yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost the campaign, right? Yeah. Everything back to normal. So yeah, it, it is. It is amazing that that's how this has played out so far. Yeah. And there obviously might be a big turn still to come. On Wednesday, but we'll who, see. who do you think Trump's let down the most out of his base, or you know, his multifaceted, multi-layered base? Honestly, the people that took a chance on him that thought their lives were genuinely going to change. Yeah, and he, he sold a lot. Yeah, when he came in with that idea, and I think there's a lot of people right now that are looking around saying things may not necessarily be worse, but they're certainly not better. Yeah. 
Well, he did. I mean, we probably joked about it last time we spoke, but he did say on the eve of the 2016 election at whatever rally he was at, he said, vote for me tomorrow and I promise all your wildest dreams will come true, (laughs) which is a huge election promise. The wild part happened. Um, Yeah, so I think those people, and and that's the ones that have abandoned too, that Mm -hmm. sort of suburbs, not so much the MAGA crowd, you know, the the ones that will line up in the cold at a rally. They're all still pretty rusted on. They're going nowhere. But the suburban ones that, that took a chance, that perhaps weren't happy with the way things were, thought they deserved more, thought they yeah. could get more out of this guy, were, weren't happy with the establishment. And again, you can lean into that establishment title now. That's the reason oh, yeah. they swung back. The reason they did in those midterms yeah. in 2018. And also the reason that the polls just haven't changed. You know, We've seen so many times recently that polls can be wrong. But yeah. what has been surprising about this race is the polls have been so consistent. You watch that Hillary, the 16 race, and it was up and down, and yeah, Trump right. led with a month ago, then Hillary had the... So you're talking right into the um, through, right through the Democratic candidate race as well? They've yeah, all to, been... to an extent. Yeah. Biden sort of had his, his crowd, and it didn't. But since it's narrowed to the two of them, it's just been that same... Same distance, yeah. you know, Biden by 10 nationally, yeah. Biden by seven, Biden by eight. It just stayed there. Whereas last time it fluctuated yeah. wildly up and mm. down. Remember Hillary had that fainted and had pneumonia at the 9-11 thing. And then we had the Access Hollywood tape and then yeah. Comey's got the emails. And yeah. this time around, the world events have been so much bigger. Yeah. Well, you know. the, the president yeah. got COVID. That was October surprise. Yeah. 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 An impeachment, <laughs> a pandemic, the president getting it, the rallies, the the country was burning. Yeah. And the polls have just chugged along at the same pace. Yeah. It just seems everyone's either not paying attention, possibly, yeah. or have made up their minds. Yeah. So which be- seems more likely. So because there's a lot of postal votes this time around and, and at the last election there was a really low turnout, mm. we couldn't see a result of this election for weeks. You it's know? possible. But, yeah. And one of the things we should be thankful for every day is the Australian Electoral Commission because they just don't have that over there. No. Each state runs its own election. And so <laughs> the election doesn't really finish until a candidate concedes. Yeah. That's when it's over. <laughs> Can anyone see Donald Trump conceding if there's a no. doubt? No. So that he needs to win on the day. Who knows? Yeah. Right, like- or, or otherwise, like what happened in 2000 mm-hmm. where, you know, that went down to the wire and Al Gore actually got more, like, like he got more votes, but mm-hmm. then... It ended up in the Supreme Court, yeah. which... And Kavanaugh was there too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was around. Yeah. Jeb Bush was the governor yeah. in Florida at the time, and his brother was running. There was a whole lot of thing going. Again, that election only finished when Al Gore called, called George yeah. Bush and conceded. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Supreme Court made its ruling. Al Gore conceded. The race was over. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, then you've got real trouble. And all of it, you know, there's Axios had the story in the last couple of days about Trump preparing to just declare it on Wednesday yeah. night, come out, claim victory. Yeah, fight about the rest of the day. <laughs> I hope Joe's got a plan because that's, yeah, that's have, very likely. Have lawyers. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah. yeah. And if this drags on, yeah. the closer and you see, get the, to January. The difference is Trump's going to be able to declare it in front of a room full of cheering people mm-hmm. and Biden's going to come out in front of 20 cars like in he's Delaware. been doing. Yeah, yeah. In Delaware. <laughs> Delaware, we did it. <laughs> There's the Joe Biden Rest Center in Delaware. It's good. Let's pull in the car yeah. rest center. It's good. <laughs> Information maps. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's, that kind of thing. Chips and gravy. Yeah, it's good. Um, Now, let's talk about the fun stuff. The possibility of Republican states swinging blue. Mm. I don't think there was this much chatter of that, last, obviously, last election. And there probably wasn't... 
I mean, I don't. Did Arizona ever swing under Obama? No, no, no never. Because so, that was John McCain. Yeah, John McCain. So, but that, you know, even in 2012, no, Romney Falcon. carried it pretty comfortably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are your thoughts there? I mean, Ari- we haven't actually made any predictions in this, Not which yet. is very clever of us. <laughs> um, but <Not> yet. <laughs> New Mexico is going to go blue, hundred percent. New Mexico will go blue again. I think you're right. Yeah. Colorado yeah. will stay blue. It's one that's drifted away. I, I think Arizona is a really interesting state. Yeah, uh, good state. For Joe Biden generally, yeah. um, Mike Kelly, the astronaut, is running for the yeah. Senate there. Gabby Gifford's husband, he's looks immoral to win that Senate seat, which yeah. is John McCain's old seat. Yeah. Cindy McCain, John McCain's wife, has campaigned for Joe Biden. Yeah. There's a whole host of <laughs> Arizona sort of statesmen, people yeah. that have come out and supported Biden. I, I suspect Arizona will be one of the first to go. Yeah. yeah. Michigan, you expect, will go back. Wisconsin, you know, Milwaukee's had a lot. And plus the the, the yeah. riots there, uh, I, I suspect that will go back. That would be enough for yeah. Joe Biden yeah. to win only just, but yeah. would be enough to win the Electoral College if that's what happens. Yeah. And then some pretty funny states like Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, yeah. Pennsylvania they, we know about. They were all blue under Kennedy with um, LBJ, a lot of them. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. LBJ was governor of Texas. So. Yeah. And yeah. Tex- Texas is... When you think of a Texan Austin's Republican, getting Austin's getting bigger. Yeah, Houston's getting bigger. Yeah, El Paso. Live music. Live music's going to change that that <laughs> state forever. Austin's a great city. When when you think Texan Republican, you don't necessarily think red cap MAGA, do no. you? No, you don't. You, you think, think Wall Bush, Street right? Journal, yeah. George yeah. Bush, yeah. Bush yeah. Governor Abbott. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just just a rich, quiet old dude. Yeah, yeah. oil, yeah. oil. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Even Ted Cruz, like super Christian, yeah. super oil, super rich, like. Yeah. Dallas, yeah, that's kind of the yeah. feel. So it, like that's, that's, not too far removed from Bill Clinton, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Arkansas is just next yeah, door, yeah. so that, that all makes sense. Uh, if, if Texas goes, and I, I suspect that's a, a really long bow, you know, even mm. if they've they've gotten yes. within two points, that's the hardest two points in politics, trying to get mm. Texas over the line. If Texas goes, then it's a day of reckoning for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. They're going to make some really big decisions about who the hell they are because if you can't win Texas or California or New York or Pennsylvania or Florida, where's, where are your votes coming from? Well, I'm pretty sure- Youngstown or well, Yeah, that's right. There's only so I'm, many states in the middle that you can- like. Pretty sure that Bill Clinton Wyoming. in 96 didn't even win Arkansas. But he flipped Louisiana yeah. and Alabama. How did they go last time, Louisiana? Would they? They're pretty red. That yeah. was Louisiana during some pretty nasty days of uh, David Duke, the old KKK guy. He was still yeah. running around down there. And I think Jesse Jackson was around for a while. That was a really strange uh, couple of years down there. So, no, they're pretty pretty safe. The old South, as it's known, that's yeah. all pretty safe red country. Yeah. yeah. Um, if North Carolina goes, though, it's going to be big. There's a good Senate race in South Carolina. There's a lot of those... Georgia's a great, you know, with with um, Atlanta, huge African American population. Yep. It's the 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 one that's always threatened again. The one that yep. I think Democrats have really eyed off yep. for the last last couple of elections and haven't quite got there. There's a couple majority non-white cities in America. There's Baltimore, Atlanta, Florida nowadays as well, and yeah. a couple of those ones to Miami, maybe. yeah, but those even ones. Alabama. They've got some. Like, there's some, yeah. some quite high African American yeah. populations down there. They just haven't turned out with the. The race, and do you think Biden has like more so than than the Democrats could usually expect? Biden Biden has the the African American vote locked in just due to his. Um, I suspect so. Yeah, yeah his, his, his time with Obama. The, his time with Obama. You know, he's 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 well known. Jim Clyburn endorsed him. Who is a guy in South Carolina? Is the Democratic whip a really important figure? And then you know, you, I, I don't think you can also. Uh, sort of, we can't thumb our nose at the fact that Kamala Harris is number two on the ticket. Yeah, and that's significant. Yeah, so. I think he'd be he'd be pretty confident of a big turnout there. Do you think the turnout's going to be bigger now that they've got 
the postal votes now, so more people don't have to leave their homes to vote, really. Yeah, I think so. I also think that there's so much going on. Yeah. You know, if, if the last four years, one way or another, hasn't inspired you to vote, when are you ever voting? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what, when are you ever going to get out and vote if yeah. it's not now? So, so those postal votes are like, you know, some states have had more postal votes than they had on election day last year. Yeah, I think it's about- Last term. Yeah. What, what do you think is motivating these people? Because you wouldn't imagine that with the rhetoric Trump's been throwing around about how he's not even going to count po- postal ballots, you don't imagine that his base would be mailing them in. They'd be waiting for the day. You would think so, and certainly the, the polls are showing sort of two to one mm. Republican of those that are intending to vote on yeah. election day. But you have to count the votes. Yeah. You know, this idea of not counting the votes, they, you know, it, it's, it's just it's not the way it works. <laughs> and, and like certain states will do it. Like Florida counts early and, yeah. and counts those those pre poll votes. So I think this whole thing is seen in the prism of COVID, but also of, of the president. Yeah. You know, people are either very for him or very against him. Yeah. He, you know, the we used to say the on the campaign the key word was the e word that was electability. Yeah. You know, the Democrats all just wanted someone that could beat him. Yeah. Could beat Donald Trump, and they didn't know who it was. But that was their main target. Now the key word, the E word, is enthusiasm. Yeah. And while a lot of Democrats may not be that enthusiastic about Joe Biden, they certainly are about voting out yeah. Donald yeah. Trump. And they and they even if they're not that enthusiastic, they're far more activated than they were with Hillary. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to sit this one out. Yeah. Like no. perhaps they did last time. One thing you learn watching that Comey Rule TV show was that, um, and it was a prediction that was made by the FBI director's wife early on in the program, is that how men come out to vote against a woman with more force than women come out to vote in a woman. Yeah. 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 And even the, the, I mean, you can see what's happening with the polling internally that those suburban women, that's this big target market, right? The ones that everyone wants. And the president came out and said it when he was at the rally the day and said, suburban women, please like me. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I mean, talk about saying the, the quiet yeah. part out loud. Like, that's that's obviously what the message is. That's what the purpose yeah. yeah. The, the, the pollsters have got to him. And Kellyanne's telling him this is where we need to improve. So that's uh, that's the battleground. Whether it would be more palatable having yeah. Kamala Harris number two on the ticket, whether that makes it easier, I, I don't know. Interesting that both... Jill Biden and Melania Trump have been out doing their own events. Yeah. Um, I, the one person we haven't seen a lot of, which surprised me, is Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from during the convention, you know, she's such a, a powerful force, and yeah. I, I don't think there's a more liked figure yeah. in America than her. Um, so, where does we'll she see. land, though? Where does she land as a, um, you know, as an inspiring figure? Is it is it in the suburbs or is it yeah, in, in that, the boardrooms? That's where I. Su- yeah, you, you could be right. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I suspect it's the, you know. People like our mums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People who watched Oprah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. But we'll we'll see. But clearly that's an area that that Joe Biden is either doing well at or the president's doing badly at because that's what the polling is saying. That's why he's saying that on stage. Okay. So can you tell us, uh, mind you, there's only one prediction we've made, which is New Mexico's (laughs) going to swing. (laughs) New Mexico's going blue. You can put a pencil in California, is what I reckon. Maybe Washington (laughs) State. Yeah. Where do you think we're heading with this... um, I guess misinformation. It is different this time around. Yep. Facebook has done a bit. Twitter has done a bit to rein in. YouTube, not so much, but <laughs> like there was some of the shit that was on, like in your news feed this time four years ago. Yeah. Hillary's got AIDS. Hillary's got a secret yeah. lair of children, sex ring underneath a pizza. The Pope endorses Trump. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, a million people like this and definitely five million read this. Yeah. Where, where do you think all this energy is going to go? Because it's obviously gone. Dark, a lot yeah. of that kind of misinformation. There's, well, we're talking about the queue. We yeah. can go there, but say the American electorate realizes they don't suffer fools anymore, and they're not voting on those kind of 
you know, anxious kind of conspiracies, mm. where does that energy go? Does it go in, does it manifest itself in yeah, a bunch I, of spree shootings or? I hope not. Yeah. I, I hope not. It, certainly it's, you're right about going dark. You know, yeah. Facebook's made an effort. Twitter's made an effort. But there's also, people can just publish their own. You know, I wonder how many people have their own QAnon podcast <laughs> or have their own, you know, like Alex Jones has a yeah. YouTube channel. Like mm. you just tack onto that. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just utter shit. Yeah. But if people are buying into it, then- you know, it's, it's going to have an impact. I, I, all this stuff about, you know, cabals that are harvesting children. And yeah, I, I figure here in Australia, we don't quite buy into that shit, but I, I hope we don't anyway. Is it fairly mainstream? Is that a worry? Like, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's becoming more mainstream, right? Yeah. Like, when, when, and there are families that are fighting over it and there are people that are, you know, in conflict with neighbors over it. And, yeah. Because we we all remember we've all had a cab driver that told us Kevin exactly. Rudd is yeah. like a Jesuit kind of puppet, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's that's a late night cab conversation. Yeah. Is well, this yeah? This is in the suburbs. It's a bit this easier is... when the conspiracies were about Area Fifty Two, right? Yeah, or yeah, like the conspiracies yeah. about aliens mm. or something. That was a bit easier. Yeah, that, yeah. that's something. And I just wonder whether these people have always had these crazy theories. Mm. Now they can meet up and talk about it. Yeah. And now they have a place and found a home where on a Reddit thread somewhere yeah. they can discuss it and it can become more mainstream. We'll find out mm-hmm. this week whether that kind of that stuff's landed or not. Mm-hmm. And, and clearly uh, Russia, perhaps China, have worked out this is a good way of doing things. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's certain members of the Australian parliament that have taken that a bit far as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the bachelor, yeah, one of them, um, yeah, uh, and so we'll see. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it could be that we've 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 missed it. Yeah, and you know, ever I think everyone's the one thing about this election is everyone is so snake bitten, so scared by yeah. what happened four years ago. Not the result, but the fact that everyone was wrong. Yeah. Everyone knew what was going to happen on election day and we're all wrong. Yeah. So I think part of that reaction is to listen to every person's opinion and just think maybe they're right this time around. And part of that is to drastically overestimate the president's chances of re-election. And I think mm. we're all doing both. But he still has a chance of being re-elected, so yeah. it may prove that that was right. What do you think Trump is going to do with himself if he loses? They're the two you know, biggest like, questions, right? What's he going to do next? Yeah, what does he do next? What do the Republicans yeah. do next? And do the two of them align? Trade advisor. Trade yeah. advisor for the UK. He <laughs> <laughs> and Nigel Farage. <laughs> Uh, unpaid, unpaid. Certainly, Trump TV is a real opportunity yeah. and a real possibility. There's a big market there for him. Clearly, he has people that will watch, people that enjoy his message. He, I think, he would admit he's most happy when he's doing that and can be in charge. Yeah, uh, Trump TV would be. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if one of his early phone calls is to Governor Andrew Cuomo, who may become Attorney General Andrew Cuomo, because he's obviously got some problems that need to be sorted mm. with taxes. Yeah, and that will be like a really fascinating. Yep. Part of what happens if if the president loses, and then the the biggest question is what do the Republicans do, because yep. that that's what's been the most notable change mm. of the last four years is that yep. this party of policy, yeah, you know, the party of Reagan and mm. Eisenhower and Abe Lincoln, like. has become this party of personality. Yeah, yeah, completely behind Donald Trump, and it worked electorally, but if it it, that only works until it stops working, yeah, right? That yeah. only works Stop working in Queensland on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then it becomes, well, Republicans, who are you? Yeah. You know, it was easy. And to they, had, they had a plan heading, I guess, out of Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. They had a plan. You know, they went from McCain, who was the POW, which, you know, the ex-military Republican, yep. 
you know, probably fiscally conservative, socially conservative, but socially centred conservative. Yep. And then that was the last of them. That's what they always looked like. And then you kind of go Mitt Romney and you've got, you know, money, money. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of had this new identity where they were a lot of Cuban. Yep. Lot of Marco kind Rubio. Of, yeah, yeah. Had a lot of kind of conservative Latino yep. people tach- tacking onto it. And then it just got hijacked. Well, they can see the demographics as well, yeah. right? They can see the way America's moving. The, yeah. the white population, particularly yeah. the white farmers, the rural yeah. is, tr- is shrinking. Yeah. And it's more multicultural and it's yeah. more diverse. And if you can't become that party, well, then you're in big trouble yeah. moving forward. And we talk about Texas. Like, you start losing Texas and California and New York. There's 100 electoral college votes. Done. Straight yeah. away. Yeah. So you're behind 100. Where's yeah. your start? It's just too hard to fight back. <laughs> and so that's what they've got to ask. They've got to ask themselves. Yeah. Like, and again- Donald Trump might win, and this is a question for four years later. Yeah. If he doesn't, though, well, are they Marco Rubio? Are they Nikki Haley? Like yeah. That old that, Reagan yeah, talking next yeah. off the rank. Yeah. And are they the- Mike Pence? Yeah. Are we super Christian? Yeah. Midwest? Ah, oh, shucks. Yeah. Like, that's the question. Or are they like mm. Dan Crenshaw? The, yeah. Who was the African American? Herman Cain. No, no, no. no R.I.P. No. Valet. No, the <laughs> yeah. old mate. Oh, yeah. Tim, Tim Scott. The, the- <laughs> he put his hand up. Old mate put his hand up and, and spoke at the Republican convention this year. And everyone was kind of, it was a bit more moderate. Yeah, uh, Tim Scott was one of the, he's a senator, a Republican yeah, right. senator. I think he's the, I think they're on the African-American senator. He's a, a, a real star as well. So yeah. there's a few, like there, there's obviously, there's there's that wing of the party. Yeah. And it just depends whether the Trump wing or the party wing yeah. wins out. Post this, again, the president might win and, yeah. you know, everyone's okay. Yeah. And then if the president doesn't win, he has to ask us, you know, is it close enough that he runs in four years' time? Because- it's happened before. You, you know, can't, so you can grow back for Grover, a second Grover term. Cleveland yeah. lost and came back and, and served a second term, served non-consecutive terms. <laughs> Only happened once before, but oh, and he'll be he'll be exactly what? the age that Joe Biden is now. So what yeah. is he going to be talking about <laughs> in four years, sitting at home on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> and just one last question: we have to ask about the X factor in this election. That's Kanye West. Yeah. How much of an impact do you think he's going to have? Kanye's if, birthday party, if any. <laughs> I think. The third-party turnout of all descriptions. Yep. Uh, the Greens, Jill Stein, Alliance, Constitution. Yeah. The uh, uh, the Libertarians, the becoming Jorgerson, One Nation, and uh, yeah. and uh, Kanye West's birthday party uh, will have a very small turnout this time around. And and Kanye in in him uh, in himself will probably have the smallest of those ones because if you are. Inclined to vote for Kanye West, you're probably not inclined to line up and do it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's funny to vote for Kanye. It's yeah. less funny on hour six of lining up to, yeah. to yeah. cast a vote that's yeah. not going to matter, so you can take a photo of your ballot or something. Yeah, like it's yeah, it. yeah. If you voted for Kanye, you've already done it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or you might just tell everyone you did. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I voted for. I mean, he's not even registered in half the states, yeah. so he's. No, I, I mean, I don't think a, he's a non-event. <laughs> I don't think he's as big a concern as um, the Pittsburgh Gazette formally endorsing Donald Trump mm. today for the first time re- uh, endorsing a Republican since 1972. Really? So that's a um, that's an interesting one. But, yeah, let's just wait and see. Texas, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, they might be the ones that decide it. Yeah, my, my theory, Cheat's way of watching on, on Wednesday, obviously watch Nine's coverage, will be on all day. Yep. But the Cheat's day of watching is there's five states, so Florida, Arizona, mm-hmm. Sunbelt, yep. and then – Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Yep. Win three of those five, you've probably won the election. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the way. So fifty. there's 45 other states, plus there's DC. It may play through those, mm-hmm. but really those key five states, right. you win three out of those five, yep. either candidate likely to get 270 electoral college votes. All right. Well, we'll be watching yeah. Charles Croucher on Channel 9. 
This is um, this is your Christmas. It is, oh, it's all my Christmas is rolled in. It's, I'm going to need like a lie down or to be hosed down or something. I oh, seriously, I think after, after this weekend, I, I don't know. I'll just sort of yeah. stare into the void yeah. for a couple of months and yeah, then find yeah. a new hobby. You'll just be looking at the origin screen afterwards, just not even <laughs> taking anything well, in. <laughs> there is one one scenario where origin's still on and the election's still on, and we yeah. have to do both. Well, that that happened. That has happened before yeah. too. The, the the lib spill when Rudd got yeah. back in a Labor yeah. spill when Rudd got back in. There was, um, was origin night. You're right. There was a lot of uh, rugby league fans who were learning a lot about. The uh, inner workings of the Labor Party. Inner machinations <laughs> of the, the New South Wales right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Crouch. Anytime. Thank you, fellas. Thanks. The male model from Maitland. Thanks.